0: up y'all you are tuned in to the listen up podcast I'm your host Jess and it's time for you to listen up to what God has called you to do let's get it hey guys welcome back to the listen up with Jess podcast I'm so excited for you to join me I'm excited that you press play on this episode um some great things have been happening uh first of all January though like January was the longest month ever honestly, it felt like it. Um, So all my people that, you know, had just this positive kickstart, like I'm about to get my whole life together for January. Y'all, we at the end of January, January 31st. And boy, 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 it was a whole, I mean, it just felt like forever. A lot of people said throw January away. Um, And I mean, I kind of feel like that, but I I'm not going to say that because for me personally, I learned a lot in January. I challenged myself and I pushed through and I feel like I still conquered, um, even though there were a lot of disappointments, a lot of setbacks, a lot of dark times, um, a lot of frustrations. And so, but the glory is that you made it through January because child, not everyone made it. And that's, that's the really hard thing. And we're going to get in, we're going to dig into that. We're going to dig in that today, but I'm excited because the Lord has put something on my heart to start doing each episode. And it's called a listen up spotlight. So the listen up spotlight is basically going to be, I'm spotlighting my friends in ministry and, or that are in, um, that, that are entrepreneurs and they're in entrepreneurship. So I'm starting... Each episode, I'm going to spotlight a friend in the beginning of the episode just to um, really, you know brag on my friends and what they're doing and to get to push their business and their ministry um, out there because we all have different followers and groups of friends and things like that. And I just believe when um, friends are in ministry, we don't compete, we cultivate together. Uh, I do not believe in competition. Like I'm always for my homegirls or my homeboys out here doing something, whether it's the creating their own business, whether it's their... um, or just starting up a blog or a YouTube channel channel or, um, and, or organization, nonprofit organization. I am always for that. So I am going to shout out and do a spotlight of um, my uh, village and community and people that I've actually even like don't really know, but I met because I meet a lot of people like all the time out here in Atlanta, back at home, in Huntsville, wherever you are, um, I am going to... Um, spotlight you. So be prepared. So this first spotlight, I'm so excited. It goes to um, my good, good friend. Uh, She's like a big sister to me. And she's my accountability partner. Her name is Sherelle Gilbert. And she has the um, the ministry she by um, she experienced. She Experience is a blog and now a YouTube channel. She just launched her YouTube launched the, the YouTube channel this month, um, earlier in January, and it is awesome. It's called She Experience. Um, Sherelle is an awesome, awesome writer, right? But she's also an awesome wife, an awesome uh, accountability partner. She's everything I aspire to be, honestly. But um, one thing that um, her her blog is um, it's very transparent. It's real, and she shares her journey on um, on becoming a mother. So she right now she's going through um, her IVF journey and sharing that. And I think that is so awesome, um, especially as a African American woman in that community where. It's still infertility affects a lot of women, especially in this day and age, and we don't we're not talking about it. And so that's her platform she's using. Um, she has the crazy faith out of this world that I love and that I am so encouraged. So I want you guys um, to check out. Her Instagram, She Experience, and you can follow her on Instagram, follow her on her YouTube, which is also She Experience. She also has dope t-shirts, y'all. Some really dope t-shirts um, that are just motivating and encouraging for women. They are women uh t-shirts. Um, and I'm rocking them all the time. Every time I rock a t-shirt, they're like, oh my gosh, like, where'd you get that from? Who's it from? And I'm so quick to put um, put in a plug for one of my good friends. So yes, check out her information. I will drop that in the show notes where you can follow her uh, ministry. She also has another ministry called I think Lady Lounge, Ladies Lounge, um, and that's also a great organization for just women in your community, um, in the Huntsville community. I think in L. A. like California community to connect with, and I think they also have another chapter. So. Yes, follow her, um, join her journey. She's full of inspiration and faith, and um, she definitely is a spotlight and a light into my community, so I want to bring that to the Listen Up community. All right, so we started that first spotlight. Kudos to Sherelle, um, and then we're going to dig into this episode. So this episode has been inspired by the recent tragedy, right, Um, of the helicopter crash that um, involved nine beautiful lives, beautiful lives um, with parents and children. Uh, And then, of course, the uh, superstar, you know, Kobe Bryant, and his daughter uh, Gianna, a.k.a. Gigi. And I know that feeling like where everybody was like getting news. I think that was on a Sunday I think it was a Sunday or Monday honestly it was just so fast I think that was Sunday when we got the news um and that was definitely I remember like getting the text and I was like uh-uh I got in a group me I was like stop playing like that is not true and it happened so fast because unfortunately that same day um there was another text that was sent just hours before um in our th- in my friend's group group me message uh, my girlfriends we have a group me message from college and you know um basically saying pray for one of our classmates and that we went to school with at Tuskegee um she passed away and i was just like what and she's she's our age she's young we used to kick it freshman year like there were some you know memories with her so i'm just like how did she die like you know this is really just sudden like um And just a lot of sadness behind it because of the story behind her recently giving birth and her passing and just so unexpected, like so young. And you're just like, what? And then you get hit with the Kobe bomb. So you can just think like I was out and about and I'm not gonna lie, my spirit kind of got a little low. I was like, man, God, like we're really here today and could be gone tomorrow, like just like that, you know? And it really just got me thinking like, yo am I really living you know and not and it's so crazy because we really get this whole like you only live once thing so confused like meaning like yes do everything you want to do and I do believe yes we should pursue and do everything that we want to do but right and but it has to be within healthy boundaries like Because everything I want to do is not what I need to be doing, okay? And it's not for God's glory, okay? So that's where we need to really be checking ourselves on how are we living our lives and are we really living it to the fullest? Um, Because a lot of the times we'll say, oh, live your best life and all this stuff. And it's crazy because it's like when we're saying live our best lives, a lot of us are saying like, yeah, live the life you want, but you are not cultivating anything with God. And that's a scary thing um and with the recent event of kobe passing you know i'll be honest like i i didn't even know as much about i knew kobe was just like a bomb basketball player and but i did grow up and a lot of guys if you listen to y'all gonna hate but it's like i grew up as a kobe hater so like because my dad was a kobe hater like he did not like the lakers he was full team jordan and then like. Because he's from Chicago, so Bulls all day. I grew up a Bulls baby, just, like, fantasizing, loving Michael Jordan. And then, like, even after Jordan, it was just, like, that whole era when it was, like, the Celtics and Lakers, like, I never could go for this um, Lakers. I was going for the Celtics, period. And so I just was never, like always would hear, like, oh, Kobe's a ball hog or whatever. And then when LeBron came, it was just like, okay, LeBron is our new, like, fantasy of Michael. So we're never cheering for Kobe. We're always going to cheer for the opposite. Just a real Kobe hater. I'll admit it. Um, But, you know, and it's so crazy because I hate when, man, like, when tragedy happens and death happens, that's when people start really digging into, like, OK, what were they known for? Like, what was their life about and all this stuff? And some people who are true day ones, they already knew what Kobe was about. And I am for that. And I respect that because now to to research and really see and just be so inspired that he was not just a basketball player. He wasn't just this legendary basketball player, but he was really a a phenomenal motivational Um, and motivational leader, not only to his team, but to his family, to his friends, to his community, to the people that he connected with. Like that man was full of wisdom and knowledge and grind and hard work. And it's just so encouraging. And so, you know, I started reading like just different articles. Of course, the articles are popping up all you can't get through your social media and your timeline without seeing Kobe Bryant and Gigi. Like it's just, if you like my followers, like, you just can't. Like, so, I mean, your followings and stuff like that. So you're just constantly seeing, but you're watching clips. And this man had so much drive, so, so much that he was, like, willing to sacrifice everything to be the best and his in his craft, in his career, but also be the best in what he was called to be. And that was, he was called to be a father. Like God granted him the gift of becoming a parent and and going into parenthood to four beautiful daughters. And he took that job so serious. And it just had me start thinking like, Jessica, what's your legacy? And what would be your legacy? Like here today, gone tomorrow, like what would you be known for? And how do you start cultivating your own greatness? And and it's not based off of your job title. It's not based off of your career. It's based off of how can you inspire someone else. And this is a quote that Kobe Bryant had that just really just like got me. And I was like, man, this is good. He said, the definition of greatness is to inspire the people next to you. It's not something that lives or dies with one person. It's how you can inspire a person that can inspire another person that can inspire another person and that you can create something that can last forever, Kobe. Man, I mean, I think it's so important that we realize like, you know, success, it's not selfish. A lot of times we really think success means me, me, me. What am I going to get out of it? How am I going to get the glory? How am I going to look the best? And we're always in this selfish mentality when it comes to success. And I know people were like, Kobe was a ball hog and all this stuff. But Kobe didn't just look at it. Kobe perfected his craft and so that he could be the best, yes, on the court. But off the court is what really mattered, is what really count. Um And it's important that you don't just – you know worry about what the stage looks like but then when you get off the stage your your whole life it's there's nothing cultivating there's nothing being created there's no legacy being created within your family and a lot of things that happen off the stage is what really matters the most behind the stage, how you are impacting other people. I'm not here just to impress you know, my friends and my community. I'm here to impact them. You wanna be a person of impact. You wanna be a person of um, that has inspiration for someone else and whatever that you're doing, right? And that it's not just so superficial because success can really look more selfish versus being in a light where you can go and inspire someone else and it and it be a sacrifice. You know, you're sacrificing, you know, time and energy. You know, Kobe was a person that, like, yo, like this whole mamba mentality, like, he was a beast. Like, he worked out every day. Like, and it was like clockwork. It didn't matter. Like, he was constantly in the gym. He was doing either two days, three days, whatever. Like, he was always in the gym or whatever. And it just was so inspiring because his mind, his mindset was different, and you know I think it's so important too because while I was looking over Kobe's life, I also got it, um, a little inspired. Another inspiration too because I did start seeing when people pass, um, they always re- they're either going to remember a um, a, f- a phenomenal event or you know. Um, experience that they had with this person. They're also going to either remember a either tragic or scandalous or some type of past, dirty past. Try to bring up old skeletons and things like that. And um, if you were around um, around that time, uh, I remember in the '90s. That was like '96 when all that stuff happened. I think, um, or earlier, early. It was. I know it was in the '90s. I was young, so. The whole Kobe scandal, right with the sexual assault charges and claims and alleged um sexual assault that happened and Kobe married young uh, so he was married. Uh, that is no excuse uh, but he was married and he got caught up in the scandal with uh, two women and they were allegedly claiming rape. Um, that he raped him and he was saying he's innocent, that, you know, it was actually consensual. Um, but he did admit, admit that he—on national television, too, which takes a whole nother level of humility. Um, but he did admit that he was—he um, committed adultery and that he was utterly um, regretful and— um, and, and was, you know, begging for his wife's forgiveness uh, for making that um, mistake and committing adultery. And, um, but he, you know, it was claiming his innocence that he's not a rapist and that he did not rape these women. Um, and again, I don't know all the details. Honestly, I'm all in the Mind Your Business ministry and I don't investigate stuff like that. That was then. Um, and I... You know, my heart goes out to anybody that was a victim. Um, but one thing I learned from that was that people will constantly, even when you're gone, if you're gone or even you're here, still alive, or if you were gone, people will constantly try to remind you about your past. And the enemy will constantly remind you, um, will try to remind you as well. But you have to have confidence in the new version of yourself, that you no longer have conversations with the devil about your past and who you used to be or what you did. Um, What I believe is that in that short um, season of Kobe's life, it was a dark time. It was an embarrassing time. Just to think now, like, you're a celebrity. Because I'm not going to lie, I mean, these men do be cheating. And so his was just out on the blast. Like, he's a celebrity, so... Um, he's not the first celebrity basketball player to have an affair. Let's be honest. But because of his title and um, him being such a, su- a childhood hero and um, as a basketball star, you know, it's kind of like a pastor getting caught up uh, in a scandal or an affair, right? We put the pastor on a higher pedestal. We were putting Kobe on a higher pedestal. And it was just – it. it honestly irks me that we are doing that because, and that we do that because and the end of the day, we are all sinners saved by grace. We all fall short. And I, I believe that we all are gonna have a season of darkness. We're gonna have a season of our past, the things that we are so ashamed and so embarrassed that we, you know, did and committed, and we can't believe that, you know, this has been exup- exposed. Um, but the key is not letting it define you, who you are today. Like your past does not define you. You let it refine you. You let it be a reversion of yourself and say, you know what? Yep, I I used to be that person. Yep, I used I I used to hang out with that. I used to deal with that. I used to drink that. I used to smoke that. I used to you know um, you know be around those people. I used to still whatever the things that you used to struggle with. Yep, you used to do that. But guess what? You have now transitioned and transformed into a new being, into a new person. And it's now it's time for you to walk and create your own greatness and in a new version of yourself. You no longer stay and be ashamed of that. Like, Kobe had to take some years of rebuilding, you know, his kind of self-image, but he was still a the best, one of the best basketball players, but it was really like, okay, now I need to take it to the next level, and I really felt like that changed him. It was a, it changed his trajectory of his marriage, of how he's becoming now a father, and he had four daughters. Like he didn't get caught up in any more scandals after that. He didn't constantly say, you know what? Oh well, I committed adultery, but now I'm adulterer. So we gotta watch our language. You gotta watch how we are, what we, how we talk to ourselves, and how we label ourselves. Do not put permanent labels on a temporary mistake like okay yes you made a mistake but that's not who you are that's what you did but by the grace of God you can be renewed you can be changed and you can step into new greatness you don't have to stay the same person just because you committed it or because you did it and that's something that I have been working on myself personally because I'm telling you the enemy will love to put these permanent labels on you you're a liar you're a cheater you're a loser you're 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 insecure you know um, you'll, you know, i putting these, these labels as, you know, as if this is permanently who you are. No, that was a temporary season. That was something I struggle with, but that is not who I am. And we have to get ourselves together. And the fact that, yo, like, yeah, I went through this. I, I, I was ashamed. I, you know, I used to, um. I used to struggle with this thing, but guess what? I believe that God can give me victory over that. And now I have the opportunity to create a new version of myself because I now walk in grace. And I just believe that Kobe had that, the whole Mamba mentality was just like, it was also achieving greatness, right? Achieving greatness at any cost, but also not looking back to the past about, oh, who, what I used to do or what I did, like, because if he really put that dark cloud and kept that permanent label, he wouldn't be. I don't think he really would continue to be great and known for what he was. Because other than that, yes, Kobe was known as a basketball legend, as a as a basketball legend. But he died an intentional parent, a loving husband, intentional parent. He literally re virgin, um, um, re, you know recreated himself into going into fatherhood to the point where he was just like yeah you know what i'm about to do retirement i'm about to coach my daughter's basketball team like i'm giving up the spotlight so i can go in the background to be the man to my daughters that i was created to be and i'm i i'm forever grateful for that mentality because now it's like yo like we have to stop thinking like oh i'm going to be die like when Jessica passes away, she's going to be known as her job title. She was a great HR phenomenal, HR generalist and business partner. Uh, no. Please don't remember me as that. I don't want you guys to remember me as that. I want you guys to remember me as Jessica, the, um, the, the girl who decided to make Jesus— her number one priority the girl who decided to share her story and be authentic and connect with people and show christ inside of her and on the outside of her i want you guys to know me as the person that didn't settle like because there were a lot of times where i could have settled and i could have just given this up but that i pushed through and decided to make god's gospel my number one goal and be able to really share that thing like I don't want to be known as this successful six-figured um you know woman who's on the um that has all this money and power and all that like no know me as the evangelist that was dope and on fire for God like in my own little way like and I'm good Like, if I can just inspire that one person, if I can impact that one person, like, I'm good. And I know because I know that it was done out of the sincerity of my heart. And it was to glorify God and not myself. And so my question is to you, like, you know, what do you want to be known for? Like, if you were really gone and God took took you tomorrow... What do you want to be known for? Are you walking in that? Are you achieving that thing? And are you pursuing that thing? Because if not, you're wasting time. And one thing we don't get back is time. We do not get that joint back. And so my desire, my prayer is that you truly are going after what you love what you're passionate about and that you're walking in that thing and you're not letting anybody stop you stop getting distracted by the social media and about the clout and all the things that are so superficial and meaningless the number of followers you have honestly meaningless the number of likes meaningless like the number in your bank account honestly meaningless like it's not all of that if that is not glory gl- if it's not going to glorify the kingdom it's meaningless and so, yes, you can have those things to glorify the kingdom, make sure that your motives are pure. That's my thing. You know, Um, I do believe God has placed us in really great positions to be able to have this social media platform and to have the following, to be able to go and spread um, a positivity positivity and truth. But if you know that that's not really your motive, that's not your purpose, that's not your vision, and you're actually doing the opposite, because anything that is the opposite of God is honestly... Um, of, of flesh and of evil works and so it's like you know who are you serving like what what is your purpose and um it's going to take pep- preparation to be great so don't be hard on yourself when there are times where you just feel like oh my gosh nothing is working out I'm you know I'm always getting a roadblock like Trust me, I'm literally going through that now, constantly been in robots, like constantly just feeling like, you know, this is, it should be excelling faster. Why is it not? And I do believe that, you know, God allows us to go through different seasons and slow seasons and quiet seasons. And for us to truly um, build the character and build um, the maturity that we need to handle what he really has for us because honestly it's going to be far greater than we can ever imagine if we truly are walking with God and we have that mumba mentality that says yo I am going to pursue it I'm going to achieve it I'm going to be the greatest but guess what I'm also going to have God on my side and in me and with me through it all to where I can achieve all things that seemed impossible but are impo- but are possible with Christ um and man I don't know I just felt so encouraged and right now um i pray that man like when death strikes too that may your living not be in vain may your death sorry your death may not be in vain like that somebody is encouraged and motivated even after you to say you know what i want to pursue a better lifestyle i want to pursue a a healthier lifestyle i want to pursue a relationship with god like my my desire is that like Yo, I have brought so much inspiration and motivation and just a a contagious spirit around those that I connect with that if I were to pass and die tomorrow, that somebody is desiring to have a closer walk with God because of what they witnessed from me. Like, honestly. And then that right there, I'm just like, you know, God, I'm good. Like, I'm good. Like, that's what it's about. That's honestly what it's about for me. You got to decide what do you want to be known for? What do you want to be known for? And- Truly, like, are you walking in that thing? Are you pursuing that thing? And if you're not, I suggest that you will because you don't want to, you don't want it to be your last t- day on this earth and you, you waste and you be like, oh, I just wasted time. You know, you feel like you wasted time. And then people are, you know, they can't even remember anything significant that you've done to impact anybody. Like, that sucks (laughs) like remember we're not here to impress we're here to impact and so that's my desire for you guys so hope you guys enjoyed this episode keep forth with the mamba mentality and don't give up achieve what you want to achieve be a goal getter and do that thing and don't let anybody stop your joy choose joy because that's the only thing that you can choose to keep it consistent all right, you guys have a blessed day and hope you guys come back.